Raiders fans. You can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Raiders. You're listening to Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, Eddie Pascal. Raider Nation, what is going on? Eddie Pascal here back at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. And yes, it is about that time. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for another episode of Upon Further Review brought to you by the good folks at Coors Light. And this is our final episode pre-holiday, right? Pre-4th of July. More on that later. But I hope you guys are enjoying an official start to summer. If you're in Las Vegas, I hope you're enjoying some air conditioning because it is heating up. And it is, uh, feels like it's going to be quite, uh, quite toasty for quite some time. But in other things that are toasty today, other things that are hot, we're feeling good. Strong episode of the show today. Feeling good, feeling great. We are going to wrap up our content day series, if you will, playing interviews from from that day a a few weeks back with our interview with Brian Hoyer. When I say our, I mean JT the Brick, our boy Q Myers, and uh, our very own Eric Allen. So make sure you stick around for that. Brian Hoyer, who is now, we were joking about this before we hit record. Brian Hoyer now, a pod presence on the Raiders Podcast Network. His second appearance Second appearance before I even get to camp, and you know I go heavy on the backup quarterback when we get to camp. So pretty incredible. Big shout-out to Brian Hoyer for being an early contender for friend of the program in 2023. Perhaps. Possibly. We shall see. But all the same, big shout-out to Brian Hoyer for hanging out, and make sure you stick around for that. But also, uh, business to take care of. No transactions this week. Brought to you by Shift4 Payments. So we shift into now. We have been waiting. Big headline this week, my friends. We have report dates for training camp 2023. Yes, yes, yes. We have the dates. So here we go. On July 20th, less than a month from now. Oh, it warms my heart. On July 20th, the Raiders rookies will report to camp at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, officially kicking off 2023 Oh, it's going to be beautiful. I cannot wait. It's going to be hot. Can't wait. Scorching outside, but a lot of work to get done. So July 20th for report date for your rookies. And then on July 25th, that's veteran report day. I do not have, as of this recording, as we record on a Thursday morning, an official training camp calendar in terms of when the team will officially practice, et cetera, et cetera. But if history is any indicator, practices will start in short order, after July 25th, I just don't have that date officially, so I don't want to share it with you because I don't got it. But all the same, we are getting so much closer. It is so exciting. We are approaching, approaching, approaching the start of training camp 2023. And as we get ready to officially dive into the start of training camp, this also means, and if you have subscribed to this pod feed, you know this, the Raiders Training Camp Podcast is also coming back. So much exciting news this week. Me and our guy Jesse Merrick from News 3 here in Las Vegas, we are going season three of the Raiders training camp pod, uh, and that will debut 
I would assume probably probably pretty quickly after the uh, the 25th. Again, waiting on an official practice calendar. But Jesse and I are going to go wire to wire with you through the preseason just like we did a year ago. So from training camp all the way up to week one, breaking down all things silver and black. I cannot wait. It is so good to get our guy Jesse back in the mix for year three. That is wild. Year three. Uh, of this little project. So make sure if you haven't heard the tease yet, head on over to uh, wherever you get your pause, Raiders.com or otherwise. Download that. Make sure you're subscribed uh, because, yeah, we're going to be going hot and heavy in just uh, just under a month. My goodness. But before, excuse me, not before, after training camp or in the midst of training camp, depending on how you like to break down your football calendars, I just wanted to give everyone a quick reminder about the Raiders' preseason schedule. So we are going to start grinding on July 20th for the rookies, the 25th for the vets, and then we are going to wake up on Sunday, August 13th for the Raiders' first and only home preseason game against the San Francisco 49ers. That is Sunday, August 13th. Kickoff is 1 p.m. Pacific time. After that... The boys are hitting the road, going to head on uh, head on down to Los Angeles, take on the Rams for a Sunday matchup. That'll be August 19th at 6 o'clock p.m., also Pacific. Then we wrap it all up. Week three, the Raiders back in the road traveling to the great state of Texas. They will close out the preseason by taking on the Dallas Cowboys at Jerry World, a.k.a. AT&T Stadium, on Saturday, August 26th, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, if you are here in Las Vegas, each of those games featured locally on Fox 5 and over at Raider Nation Radio 920 AM here in Las Vegas. So it's all happening. It is all happening. This is the first, I don't want to say official step, but this is the first step of us getting closer and closer to the preseason and into training camp. We know report date as soon as we have an official training camp calendar in terms of when practices will be, when they will start, all that good stuff. You know that we will send it your way, but man... I cannot wait. What a nice little lift to get us into the holiday weekend, getting a little morsel of news from the good folks at the NFL. But uh, in terms of other things that lift us up, that bring us joy, our guy Max Crosby. And we're going to get to that Max, excuse me, not Max Crosby, the uh, that Brian Hoyer interview in just a sec. But I just wanted to give our guy Max, Mr. Uh, Condor himself, number 98, a little bit of shine because this past weekend or this Last weekend, whatever, depending on, again, on how you look at the calendar. Max was inducted into the Eastern Michigan University Ring of Honor. Round of applause, Ray. Round of applause for our guy, Max Crosby. Really, really cool. And it's funny now, because uh, I saw last weekend that Max was, uh, was in Michigan, was honored at their stadium. And they got a pretty slick-looking stadium. The green and the white, it's nice. But I was just thinking, because they still have the same head, excuse me, same head coach, uh, Chris Creighton, that was there when Max was playing. And I just had this really fun memory of after Max was drafted and, you know, typically, and we, we, you know, we seem to do it every year, but we go down and we, and we call either the head coaches or or coordinators for a lot of our draft picks. And so we did that when Max was just a young skinny kid in Oakland and we called Chris Creighton and I'm sure we could, we could dig that up somewhere. I know it's a, I know it was an upon further review back in the day. But I just ha- I remember talking to Coach Creighton, and he was saying, you guys got such a good one. You're going to love this kid. He's going to work his tail off. He's going to get bigger and better, and he's going to become such an asset to you guys. I can't wait to see what he does. And then fast forward to, to now, and that's exactly what Max has done. He's become a premier edge rusher in this NFL. He's become, in many ways, a face of the franchise for the Las Vegas Raiders. He's a guy who has done it the right way from day one, who has be- been a, a role model, a mentor, who was, as I said, 
done it the right way, been really honest about some of his missteps kind of along the journey, and is now really, and it feels like, you know, crazy to say this, I feel like is getting better and better and better. So super cool for Max to be able to go back to Eastern Michigan, see his name in, in that ring of honor. He went there as part of the Champions for Life series that the Eastern Michigan program puts on. Uh, Max had a chance when he was there to talk about his development at EMU, his journey to the NFL, and really, you know, again, overcoming those struggles that, that we've learned so much about over the past couple seasons. But man, really, really cool. And, and I'm just going through, uh, through the release that they put out about Max's journey back. And again, if you want to uh, see even more from Max's trip, make sure you know, head on over to his social media platforms because he, uh, he did a great job of chronicling the whole thing. But this is a, a cool little note that to be included in the Ring of Honor, which Max is now included in, the individual must have been awarded an All-American status by a major publication and or played in the National Football League game. Well... That'll do, Max. I think you do play in the NFL. All told, 53 EMU greats have their names installed in the top of the stadium. And Max, you know, just the, the latest in that, in that uh, long line of folks. But really, really cool deal. And, and I know I talk at Max all the time and, and everything that he has meant, not only to this organization, but really to our department and being such a, uh, you know, a valuable partner in everything that we do and, and always being willing to talk and share his stories, even when things aren't going well, right? I mean, Max has not shied away from, from talking about what needs to be better, how he needs to be better when things aren't necessarily going the right way. And, uh, and as I said, I will say it till the cows come home. Max is a guy who has done it the right way, who is committed to the right things, and it's just really, really cool to see him get uh, get a nod like this back at a place that I know means so much to him. So big shout out to our guy, Max Crosby. Keep doing your thing. And uh, yeah, man, we'll see you here in just a few weeks for the start of training camp. Oh, even just saying that makes me happy. We'll see you for the start of camp, Max. Oh, love it, love it, love it. But in the meantime, I don't want to rush anyone back. Enjoy your vacations. Relax. Reset the mechanism. Because come July 20th or July 25th, depending on who you are in this team, Time to go. Time to go to work. Time to put those blinders on, and let's uh, let's wake up in February. How about that? But in terms of guy who is going to come to work, and we'll get to work on July 25th when the veterans report to camp, Brian Hoyer, as I said, early contender for friend of the program 2023, Mr. Hoyer. Sat down with Jesse Merrick when I was out on paternity leave, and this week we played the interview of him talking to Eric Allen, Q Myers from Raider Nation Radio 920 AM, and our very own JT The Brick. So sit back, relax, and enjoy yet another phenomenal chat with one of the quarterbacks for your Las Vegas Raiders, Brian Hoyer. Raiders fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Raiders. Brian Hoyer's here as he is. Look, it's game day. Yeah. <laughs> the photos are coming. We really appreciate him yeah, jumping in and see, joining Brian. us all right. at the table. Great to see you. Grab a seat. Thank you so you much. Go. How excited are you? Because you've come from a lot of success in your career. You come to this organization with familiar faces yep. in the GM and the coach. How's the transition been for you? Uh, pretty seamless when it comes to the football aspect, for sure. Um, to come in and know the offense day one, um, not only Josh, but um, I can go down the list of uh, coaches from Bo Hardigree, Jerry Shaplinski, Mick Lombardi, Carmen Brasillo, even you know on the defensive side, Pat Graham. So to see a bunch of familiar faces always makes it an easy transition. And it's been great for me to uh, 
to get back and, and play offense in the, in this system. I got to jump into the shoe game. I'm looking at the, hold on, man. We, we, it's the first These are fresh out of the box, man. Fresh out of the box. <laughs> I like it. Looking yeah. sharp. Looking yeah. sharp. How does it feel, though? Just first day of school almost. You know, it's, yeah. it's picture day and everybody's having yeah. a good time. It's fun. I mean, when you get to this point of where I'm at in my career, you're like, all right, let's get this over with and, and get back to football. So um, it's fun, especially, you know, going on a new team, trying yeah. new threads. and uh, But, um, you know, see everybody getting – glammed up for their their uh their photo shots and everything but uh no it's great i mean have a great setup here this is a great facility and yeah. get it all done and like i said get back to football tomorrow i said uh tell, what would brian hoyer year one yeah say to brian hoyer year 15 uh i never thought you'd make it that far <laughs> i mean i started off as like the fifth quarterback in new england so uh to get to year 15 is is um, something i'm proud of and Obviously, with this new opportunity and this team and this organization, um, really to end my career, you know, that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. So um, excited to meet all the guys. Obviously, a great group. Um, get to work with them every day and and uh, just go out and, you know, execute and have fun. Yeah. To follow up, what does it take for a player who's not the five-star sure. guy, who's not the, to, um, to make it 15? A lot of hard work, um, being, a lot of, uh, being around a lot of great people. Um, learning from those people and and uh, making those connections and then going out and when you have an opportunity just you, you know do the best you can with it and um, you know keep learning keep building and you know even in year 15 I'm still learning every day so especially the way the game's evolving there's new defenses there's new ways to attack those defenses so um, I've learned from a lot of great people um, obviously coming here uh, a big factor of it was coming to play for Josh because I've learned the most from him over my career and um, just excited about the opportunity. Ryan, tell us about the system. Why mm -hmm. is it so successful? Because you would think it would be really difficult yeah. and demanding. Derek Carr, former quarterback, all the success in New England. What is really the key to this system and learning and getting up to speed? Yeah, it's um, look, it's not easy, but this is the NFL. It's not supposed to be easy. Mm -hmm. um, Josh puts a lot of responsibility on the players and especially on the quarterback. And I think um, once I learned to embrace that, it opened my eyes to, you know, what it does for you as a player and not only for the quarterback, but the entire offense. So, like I said, you know, you asked, you know, how do you make it this long? It's being around really smart people, learning from those people, not only um, Josh, but um, Tom and, and guys like that to be able to be in the room and watch those guys game plan and say, hey, this is why we're doing this. And you learn to understand the why. And it's not just, you know, the X's and O's on the paper. There's a reason for everything. And I think when you get to that point, you realize, you know, um, they're putting us in the best advantage and best opportunity to, to win. And that's all you can ask for. How, how important is it for you to be able to send that message to the rest of the guys in the, in the locker room that may just start to learn the system, even yeah. backup quarterbacks like Aiden O'Connell as well? Yeah. Um, look, I think that's part of the role. That's part of the reason I'm here. Um, we have a lot of other guys who've played in the system. Adam Jacoby Myers, right. one of the smartest players that I've ever played with. Um, you know, was able to, to learn it quickly as a rookie. I remember, you know, as a joke, I guess in, in New England, they make the rookies wear all these crazy numbers. He was number 69 playing receiver. <laughs> and um, he was one of the main guys I was working with because he was like on the second team. And he was another undrafted guy. And I was like, man, this guy can play. You know what I mean? Former quarterback, knew, you know, where the zones were in the defense. And he did a great job. So excited to, you know, pair back up with him. And, but, um, you know, all of us who've played in the system before, like it is our responsibility to um, help those other guys if they have questions or, you know, maybe point something out that maybe they're not noticing. And, um, you know, I think that's part of our role. Yeah, what's the number, what would you say the number one ingredient or aspect of a person's game uh, to make them successful in this system? 
Uh, well, I think it's it's communication. Okay. Um, I think it's communication and trust. I think, um, you know, when you see us out there, there's a lot of communication going on, and, and you all have to see it through the same set of eyes. So that's what this OTAs, that's what the mini camps for, is to you know build the, that foundation, and make sure that when the ball snapped, everybody's seen it the same way. And I think, um, you know, football is the ultimate team sport, especially offense. You know, on defense, one guy can fall down; he could be away from the play. It doesn't yeah. hurt him. But on offense, you know, one guy messes up, it probably messes up the other 10 guys. So we're just working on building that consistency right now, um, kind of coming together, gelling together. And, um, you know, it's great to have those opportunities in the spring and then come training camp to, to kind of build that foundation. One of the big sports radio topics over the decades now, because Tom Brady played so long, was <laughs> was it Brady? Was it the play calls? And I always say there is no Tom Brady unless Bill Belichick and the organization drafts him. Sure. And if Josh McDaniels isn't there for all those Super Bowls designing those plays, yeah. then there's no AFC championship victories come from behind in a Super Bowl down 28 to three. I want you to tie that into what coach is trying to do now with you, Jimmy, the system here yeah. with a guy like Devontae and Josh Jacobs, because you played with elite players winning championships in New England. Yeah, um, look, it's all got to tie together. I mean, the thing that, you know, I had a front row seat to, to witness all those guys work. And, um, you know, the like we talked about before, the communication, the trust, the understanding of what what's the goal? What, what are the what are the musts this week? What do we have to do to win this game? And, um, you know, for me, it's been fun to come out here and run this system with a guy like Devonte. Uh -huh. You know, quite honestly, I've never been in this <laughs> offense when you have a guy like him who's just like a human cheat code. And no matter what they do, you throw him the ball, he's going to catch it. I mean, I've, I've sat there and watched the film from last year over and over, and you're like, yeah. oh, my God, how, how is he making this catch? And then you get a chance to go out there and throw it to him. And you're like, all right, just put it in his vicinity. Yeah. Um, you know, so to get to do that, uh, you know, eventually get – you know, get playing with Josh. Um, he had a tremendous year last year. Um, you know, the wide receiver room is obviously deep. We talked about Jacoby, but um, obviously Hunter Renfro and, and um, you know, Philip Dorsett. I mean, I played with Phil. I mean, this guy's a speed demon. Run, He's huh? a speed demon. So, um, you know, a lot of different aspects. And I think, you know, you talk about this offense. Each year is different in this offense, and it's all about the players. You know, how are we going to put our players in the best position to have success? And, you know, Josh is, you know, one of the best, if not the best, at doing those things. So, you know, that goes back to the trust and, and understand, you know, some things might be a little difficult, but there's a reason that we're doing it. Well, thank you so much. We're going to hand it off to Jacoby. There He's he is. Jump in Number 69. Right. Yeah, that's, that's right. Transition. Number 69, rookie year, remember? That is transition. Uh, thank you, Brian. Yeah, appreciate thank you so much, it, Brian. Have a great year. Appreciate it very much. <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? It's friend of the program, AJ Cole, and you're listening to Upon Further Review with my guy, close personal friend, Eddie Pascal. And there you have it, Brian Hoyer from Content Day with JT the Brick, Eric Allen, and Q Myers from Raider Nation Radio. Man, those were a lot of fun. I I'm glad that we were able to bring those to you over the past couple weeks as we kind of like I said, we get to do a summer summer edition of Upon Further View, and we will have some cool, uh, fun little, I want to say off the wall, but different kind of guests over the next couple of weeks as we get ready for training camp, and I cannot wait to bring those conversations to each and every one of you. But in the meantime, the holiday weekend is beckoning. It is time to hit the dusty trail and get out of here, but not before we crack an ice-cold Coors Light on the way out. Uh, and this one, real easy. Not going to have to, didn't have to do a lot of thinking on this one. July 4th, while we celebrate our independence in this country, it is also Al Davis's birthday. Uh, none of us would be here without the instrumental work that Al did over decades and decades and decades 
uh, really shaping not only the course of this franchise, but the NFL and professional sports in so many ways. So, Mr. Davis, this one is for you. Literally, it's, it's wild to think about that I'm not here. You guys aren't listening to this show. The Raiders are not here in Las Vegas doing their thing without the contributions, the vision, the commitment to excellence that Mr. Davis possessed. So, yeah, very, very cool. And, and I think that, you know, I, and I talk about it all the time, I think one of the best things that the Raiders do organizationally is educating not only their fans, but their employees about the history of this place. And I think that's, like I said, it's, it's one of the things that I think is the coolest about working here, that is the most impressive about working here, is our firm eye, our firm commitment to looking ahead to the future, but also very, very, very much acknowledging, respecting, and honoring our past. So uh, a huge one coming up here on, on 4th of July. And make sure you head on over to Raiders.com. We do a really, really nice job. I know that I'm biased, but I think we do a really nice job of kind of honoring Al, uh, really highlighting some of his best moments over a Hall of Fame career. And over the weekend, or excuse me, early next week, I should say, you can uh, you can find all those on Raiders.com and all of our digital properties. So yeah, quick programming note before we hit the road. Uh, a lot of us are getting out of Dodge next week. A little vacation, well-earned for a lot of folks here in our department, but fear not because over the next couple weeks, and spoiler alert, we did pre-record one. Oh no, I can't, you're showing, showing us how the magic is made, yeah. Over the next couple weeks, we are gonna officially dive in to our offense and defense and special team six-pack. This is one of my favorite kind of off-season projects that we do. Jesse Merrick, the aforementioned from News 3, uh, my co-host for the next couple episodes of Upon Further Review. And next week, we begin with offense. So we begin with a six-pack of questions surrounding all things Las Vegas Raiders. And yes, we touch on it feels like everything. We talk about Jimmy G. We talk about the depth of certain positions on the roster, who we need to see more from this upcoming season and more. So make sure uh, that you tune in for that. It'll be in our usual time, our usual place, all that. And because Jesse's in the house and because we have a little production, as it were, you can check those entire episodes out on YouTube. So make sure you do that. Again, make sure you subscribe to the Raiders Training Camp podcast. That'll be me and Jesse starting in late July in less than a month, getting you guys all ready for training camp, breaking down what we see every single day at practice. And it is a load of fun to do that now. Season three of the Eddie and Merrick experience for that. So a lot of fun things coming up. When you guys are out in the world this weekend, celebrating the 4th, be careful, be safe. If you're here in Vegas, make sure you're drinking a lot of water because it is going to be hot, hot, hot. And if you are out and about wherever you are, make sure that you, uh, yeah, you're being safe. No drinking and driving. Don't want to be everyone's dad. But let's all take care of each other. Be careful out there. And we will see you guys next week. Same time, same place for our next episode, Offensive Six Pack of Upon Further Review. Thanks for listening to this edition of Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Raiders fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Raiders. 
And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first.